Hello everybody, welcome to Talk Boom. I'm your host, Ace Dylan. Happy hump day, everybody. Hope everybody had a great week. A lot of stuff the past since Saturday has happened in World Sports. I mean we had UFC this past week and this week we have a few UFC fights. We have Bellator, Cyborg versus Bud. Now before I give myself a headache and, and realize why I want to talk about this again, it ha- it just will not go. It's like the bad toothache that after you get it fixed, everything's trying to be pushed to your table. You put some Novocaine on it. You think it's okay. And it comes back. Talking about Tessa Blanchard again, yes, New allegations from women of wrestling while based in LA of bullying out there some of the some of her co-workers out there. This is looking at 2019, late 2018 when WoW started. Tessa was their champion. So did, and now recently pulling out of an indie show at the last moment. No reasons from Tessa. The whole Tessa Blanchard bowling racism thing is pro wrestling's version of the impeachment trials. A lot of he said, she said. Guilty parties seem to be hiding. If you're, if you're guilty, if you don't think you're guilty, speak up. Don't do a fake impact apology from impact manager Scotty DeMore. Speak up to yourself. Do a live feed at Twitter from your home. Same with the president. If you're not guilty, don't block witnesses. But I'm not a political talk show, so I'm not going to get into that part of it. But if you're guilt, if if you're guilty, or if you're innocent, speak up. Because right now, all this pulling out of shows, now new allegations, it just makes you more, more, more and more guilty, and make an Impact Wrestling look like shit. Speaking of Impact Wrestling, you know we talked about how they're going back to TNA names. They're still associated. With a TNA name till the till the day Impact folds or is done, they'll be TNA till the day they die. They have a reunion show coming up over Mania weekend in Tampa, Florida. Looks fun. The thing, if I was Sky Moore, if I was Access TV, if I was Anthem. If I was Sammy Callahan, and I guess they're rebranding Sammy, so that's not so bad. I mean, if they're going to rebrand brand Sammy Callahan, I don't know how they're going to rebrand him. I like what he had going. I don't, I don't own Impact. I'm not a promoter. I'm not paying him. The thing is I don't get is I watched that match over again, And it was horseshit. I hate a lot. It was horseshit. I feel bad for Sammy. Sammy did an awesome job.
People on Twitter say, oh, Tesla's our champion, blah, blah, so on, so forth. It's a disgrace to be an impact, to be the impact in impact right now. You're putting a disgrace on the name of a pristine championship that was that Ken Shamrock had, Sting had, Hardy had. A lot of them had, and for 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 a while, legit. But now you're looking like a bunch of jokes. I mean, the Tesla thing. If I was Scott Demore, what you what you gotta do is you gotta nip it in the bud. I mean, you just had a, you just had a title drop on TV at a taping. A couple days after a pay-per-view, that to me is stupid. This day and age, with Twitter and all that, with Jordan Grace becoming the new champion, when two days earlier you could have been doing it at the pay-per-view. Impact Wrestling just makes me completely... Completely question that company and their stand. I, I like a lot of their talent. Don't get me wrong. I do like a lot of their talent. But with Tessa as champion, I don't see any more pop coming from that company for a while. But in other news, let's stay away from Tessa for a while. Let's try to get away from Tessa. Let's talk about AEW. They're in talks right now with a former... New Japan Pro Wrestling, United States Champion. I'm actually excited about this. Just had a hell of a match at Wrestle Kingdom against John Moxley. We're talking about Lance fucking Archer. Now people are saying, Ace, he's 43. He's 43 years old. Yes, he's four, but he's a phenom. He is awesome. If you do not know Lance Archer from New Japan, Google him. YouTube him. Do whatever the fuck you take to get it. Check Outland. This man is amazing. Now, will AEW use him like New Japan used him? Or are we going to see a more toned down Lance Archer like we saw? Toned down Omega? They're out. They're doing, they're doing the Jericho Cruise. I tell you, that Jericho Cruise actually looks fun. I mean, I've seen videos. I've seen pictures from it. It looks fun. Looking forward to uh, seeing more videos and pictures from that Jericho Cruz. But let's take a break over and let's go over to the UFC. Let's talk about the UFC 246. A lot of heat still going on with that Roxy Macy fight. Apparently on Instagram, her... Now, I don't know if that's her manager. I looked at his Instagram. It says manager of, of Macy Barber. It's her dad, Bucky Barber. Completely still... Blowing smoke up Macy's ass, saying, oh, Roxy should have never won that. She got lucky. Macy hurt her, blew out her knee in the first couple, first 10 to 11 seconds of it. If I'm Macy's management, if I'm not her dad, and if, I'm, if, if she has a real management and not just her dad being her manager, her management needs to snip this in the bud because this Bucky Barber incident is now looking like like Lonzo Ball's dad. Never been on the court. Runs his mouth. Never been in the cage, as far as I know. 
runs his mouth. Roxy, on the other hand, very, very polite in responses to this, getting a lot of respect from everybody in the MMA world, referees, promoters, other workers, other fighters. I got respect for her. I mean, I I, I have respect. I, I've always had, I've been a big fan of Roxy's for a long time, and I'm happy that, you know, she's back on her feet. UFC 246 is great. Connor Cerrone, 40 seconds. Yeah, I understand that. It's fighting. Shit happens. Deal with it. Did you buy it? Yeah, but did you buy it? Probably. Did I buy it? I streamed it. Yeah. The thing is that I still have a problem with UFC and, and mixed martial arts in general. And this has been going on for years now with Leslie Smith and her group. Is the pay rates, the unionization, the damage to your body, the unfairness of pay. I mean, Conor McGregor took home $3 million for 40 seconds of work. Cerrone took 200000 away. Three million for forty seconds of work because your face and I love Connor because your face is on that poster for UFC for Dana. You deserve three million dollars for showing up. Pretty much, he didn't get no. He didn't get a win bonus. It was just three million straight up. Imagine if he would have got a fight. Or imagine if he would have got a win bonus. Three million dollars. People say, well, well, Connor, he's this, Connor. It don't matter what Connor. Connor is the UFC. Connor is like Hogan was to the WWF back in the day. And what supposedly Roman Reigns is to WWE right now. Connor McGregor puts asses in the seat, puts asses on the couch at home, makes the makes the bank register go cha-ching. Love him or hate him. He's a fucking genius. He is a genius. What's next for Connor? Well, unfortunately, it's not Khabib because 249 is going to be Khabib and Ferguson, according to UFC's Twitter handle. That's coming up. I can't even remember when it's coming up. But tickets go on sale, I think, in March. So you're looking at probably April, May for that fight. Yeah, that's got to be at least that's three, fight, three UFC major ones away. So it's not Connor and Khabib. It's Ferguson and Khabib. And as much as I love Fergie, as much as I hate Khabib, I got Fergie can win, and I think Ferguson's gonna win. I think he's gonna knock the fuck out of Khabib. It's, there's just no no ifs, ands, buts about it. Now does Connor get Ferguson next? I think Connor and Gahey should fight. Keep the rankings. Winner of that fight gets the winner of the Khabib Ferguson fight. Yeah, hell yeah. But back to 246, the the, the pay scale on the top fighters, or the fights that I really care for, like Holm and Rocky. Holm took 150 to show. It was basically, I don't want to say a booking fee, 
But 150 just to show up, make weight. She got 50K to win. She made 200K. Rocky made $63,000. Granted, that's one night. That's a hell of a paycheck. Same thing as Roxy. 31 to show. 31 just to make weight and fight. 31 she got for a win. 62000 Macy, not even, only $29,000. Like, I mean, that's for one fight. Don't give me That's for one fight. I'm not saying, oh, that's terrible. That's for a year. That's one fight. Most people make that in a year. That's one fucking fight. I'm in the wrong business. So like I said, Khabib Ferguson coming up. Connor's ready, Connor's ready to fight tomorrow. If Connor could fight tomorrow, Connor would fight tomorrow. Plain and simple. Who does Connor fight? Does he fight Masvidal for the BMF? Connor says, yeah, he'll take the belt. It's a stupid belt, but he'll take it. Dana's like, that's not a fight. That's not the. Will it make money? It's fucking Connor. It's Connor. McGregor. If you're if you're a fight fan and you don't even have an ounce of respect for Conor McGregor, then you're not a true. Then to me, you're not a true fight fan. Conor McGregor puts asses in seats. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. It's like the Bulls when Jordan wasn't playing. People showed up, yeah, because it's a great team. But when Jordan's show was playing, guaranteed to play, it was a sellout. Jordan's not playing, you're at 75% at the building. Laugh all you want and disprove me all you want. Conor McGregor is the UFC. Conor McGregor is the UFC. Dana will tell you, Mick will tell you that. The fighters will tell you. The fighters might say, "No, I'm the, I'm, I'm the, I'm the one." Well, Conor's not a champion. He is. He's, he has been champion. Conor McGregor is one of those that he don't need a belt. Conor McGregor does not need a strap around his waist to put asses in a seat for the UFC. This ain't WWE. Impact AEW, where all oh, the champions gonna be wrestling. Oh, we gotta go see that. Oh, Conor McGregor's right. Fuck yeah. The difference between Conor McGregor and even Justin Justin Gahey, miles apart. Conor and Cerrone, miles apart. What's Cowboy gonna do now? Who knows? Cowboy's a fu- Cowboy. I love Cowboy. He's gonna be. He's He's going to be there for a long time. He's definitely going to be there for at least another year or two. People people love him. People love... Cowboy Cerrone is turning to a lovable loser. You know, just want to show up, just want to fight. Love to fight. And that's great. And that's the lovable loser. But like I said, don't get me wrong. Cerrone is a hell of a fighter too. Cerrone is a hell of a... Hell of a fighter. Bellator coming up this weekend. We got Bellator. 
the debut of Chris Cyborg against the current featherweight champion, Julia Budd. Julia's not scared. I mean, Julia Budd is not scared. From her Twitter, she's not scared at all. She's going to show Cyborg why she is the champ. And I hope it's a great fight. I'm looking forward to it. Are we happy that Cyborg went to Belgium? Yeah, I gotta say, yeah. You know, she she Dana promised her the world, and she, and she competed. She won the featherweight belt. Yeah, she was a featherweight champion, and she was on a high horse. But that division was made for her. The one forty five division in the UFC is a joke. You got Amanda Nunes, who's a two belt champ, bantamweight and and featherweight. The thing with the thing with Amanda Nunes is I I don't I don't remember the last time Amanda Nunes fought. I really don't. Three, four, five, six months ago. The thing with the man the thing with the women's division, the women's fighters in DOC is they're not getting that respect. They're champions. When was the last time Shevenko Valentina Shevenko fought? When was the last time the little flyweight fought? Zeli or whatever. They're coming up. It's Zeli. I, th- I think Zeli and JJ. I'm not sure who it is. But once again, it should be Andre. It should be it should be Andre and Zeli next fight. Rematch. And that's the thing that pisses me off most a lot about the WWE. Not the WWE. UFC is they're pumping crap men's fights like the Usman fight coming up, which is going to be a good fight. Don't get me wrong. But you got Nunez holding two belts and out in, on a ranch somewhere on vacation. You have Chichenko, the hugger. God knows if she's going to fight again. And he got Zelly. And it's just like, and, not so, and I'm not bashing the UFC to bash the UFC. Invicta does the same damn thing. And I love Shannon App and I love Invicta. But you got a 145 pound champion in Pam Bam Bam Sorsen who hasn't defended since she won it. Now, she had injuries. I understand that. But she's good to go. I've talked to her on Twitter. She's good to go. You have Cindy Dandui, basically a free agent. Fought Invicta, fought UFC, fought Ryzen, fought Bellator. No full contract places where she has to stay. You got Liv Parker. Another great 145-er. Sitting on her hands, waiting to fight. And for a lot of these fighters, yes, they may have jobs, part-time jobs, but they're a fighter. They're a full-time fighter. They're like 95% fighter, 95 to 100% fighter, especially as a victim fighter, and it's great. But there's so many 145-ers out in a victim still, or even in the weight class that's not in UFC or Bellator that want to get back in and they want to scrap. 
you have a th- great fight coming up with Jin Frey Yu, the champion at Adamweight, versus Ashley Smash the Cummins, too. And that's going to be a great fight. But the problem with Invicta is they tend to worry more about the atom weights and the fly weights, and that's great. They're spunky. Those 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 gals are awesome. I always want. I, I love Invicta. Shannon Knapp has a great program. And yeah, they got bantamweights. Yeah, they got featherweights. I don't think they have a bantamweight. I don't think they have a bantamweight title. Not sure. But you got 145ers. Even in the UFC, you got Felice Spencer. You got Megan Anderson. All sitting back and waiting. Aspen Ladd. I mean, 135. Julia Pena, 135. Rocky, Holly. Amanda, you got your pick. And for not having a title shot... For, given for anybody in the last couple months. I can't remember when he fought. I'm sorry. If it was three months, I understand that then. But the thing with that is if you got champions, put them on put them on your main pay-per-views. Put them on 247, 248, 250, 249. The next couple UFCs. Get a get a woman's title fight on a card. Please. It's just, it's, it's, it's ridiculous that these great fighters, like I said, like Liv Parker, Cindy Dandewey, to just to name two, are, are open for a victory fight. They're, they're sitting at home on their hands waiting for opportunities. Is Luke Parker UFC material? Probably not. Is she Invicta material? Hell yeah. Is she Ryzen? Is she Bellator? Hell yeah. Is she PFL? Hell yeah. And she knows it. And Shannon knows it. And Pam knows it. And Cindy knows it. And all the 145ers, they all know it. Give people fights. They got phones. You got their phones. Tweet them. Call them. Facebook them. I'd love to see, honestly, there, there's, there's, there's a fight I like to see, and that's Liv Parker versus Cindy Danui in Invicta. 145 contenders. Winner gets a shot at Pam Sorensen. There you go. Boom. Done. Now, I know Shannon Knapp's not going to listen to this, hasn't listened to it. But that's a fight. That, to me, is a fight. Winner gets Pam. Bottom line, winner gets Pam. I mean, that's that's how it should be. I mean, you're you're focusing on the the headliners this coming fight. I do believe like next week or a week week and a half. It's Jin Hu Fry versus Ashley Come. And like I said, both are great Adam weights. Both deserve that title. I'm going for Ashley. Plain and simple. The co-main event, you got Pro Gonzalez and Miranda Maverick, two great fighters. 
two thick fighters, two very good fighters. Miranda just won the contender series for her for shit for um Invicta. It's gonna be a good fight. There's gonna be a lot of good fights on the card, but once again, there's why is Pam Sorensen sitting home? I understand the Invicta fans wanted to see Fry and Cummins too for the longest time. I understand that. Why not have two title shots? I, I I've never understood Invicta's ways. I mean, or even UFC. I don't know how many times UFC's only had one or two fights, title fights. I think you should have two. Why not? Are you taking away one from the other? Depends how big. Obviously, you're going to have the biggest one. If it's a McGregor some fight, yeah, you're going to have that one being the main main event. And something like a part two in a series of fights. Yeah, rematch. Yeah, that's the main event. But why have straps if you're not if 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 you're not if you're the owner, the promoter of the business, and your fighters ain't fighting, sitting at home on their hands, waiting for a call. And Pam's good. Pam's not. Pam is not a slouch. Liv is not a slouch. Cindy's not a slouch. They wouldn't be doing what they're doing if they were slouches. They'd be still in the amateur circuit. Or not. Those are three good fighters right there. One has a belt, yes. But hasn't defended it in a while. In a while. And the 45 division of the UFC, I... Who's what's what's up with that? I I I I'm a Nunez fan. Do not give me. I am a Nunez fan. But if I see a Nunez Shields fight before I see Nunez defend any of her titles, I'm gonna go batshit. I I'm gonna go completely batshit if I see a Nunez Clarissa Shields fight before Nunez defends the title. Speaking, speaking of Clarissa Shields, a lot of people don't realize, and a lot of people, a lot of people have given me shit about this on Twitter. Hell, she Shields even blocked me. The, the last five opponents, the average age, 34, 35 years old, she's 22. Every fight... On her turf in America. The Nikki Adler Clarissa Shields fight was in her backyard. Now, I'm not a fighter. I've boxed. You know, I work out. But to train, have your training camp overseas and then come here for the fight, that's that is draining. That alone is draining. And that's what all these fighters had to do. Have their camp come over. Have their camp come over. Have their camp come over. It's always putting either their title on the line or her title on the line. Okay. But always putting their title on the line. Hobbison, Adler, 
Hammer. Gabrielle's. And now Shields. And the funny thing about Mark Taffer, her agent manager, and Shields, now Shields is calling out Layla Ali. Who God knows when she fought. And now she said, I'm not calling you up because you're Muhammad Ali's dad or daughter. I'm calling because you're Leona Ali. No, you're not. If Ali takes this fight and you beat her, oh, I beat an Ali. Yeah. Ten years, six years, seven years past her prime since she's been retired. Don't know how long she's been retired, but long enough. $10 million, $5 million apiece to fight. Why? Because you're fighting an Ali? You're not fighting, like I said, once again, you're not fighting Muhammad. You're fighting Layla. And I got nothing against Layla. I think she's a hell of a fighter, but Pastor Prime. Shields, if you think you're so good, fight Cecilia Brackus. Fight Jimenez. But yet, you keep going after people that are Older, or in the case of Layla, Layla Ali's, well past their prime. I'm going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Hall of Fame. Big retirement announcement coming this Friday, but he's basically already said he's retiring. More on this. You're listening to Ace Dillon on Talk Boom on Anchor FM, your home for podcasts. Welcome back to the final half of Talk Boom. I am your host, Ace Dylan, congratulations to Larry Walker and Derek Jeter. Hall of Fame 2020 Baseball. Larry Walker going in as a Rocky over a Expo. I can understand. I can understand that. Jeter missing the unanimous decision by one vote. Who? Who was the prick? That did vote for Jeter. I would have. Who was who was that one vote that said, you know what? Let's put a vote for somebody else, but not Derek Jeter. Is he the best of all time? In my area. As long as I watch professional baseball. In my area, he's one of the best of all time. Now, those that didn't make it, Schilling, Bonds, Clemens, Manny Ramirez, Andy Pettit, Omar Vizquel, Scott Rowland. The biggest losers have to be Bonds, Clemens, Petit, Pammy Pettit. Are they going to get in? They got the numbers. Live attained. Let them in, but you know, it's a vote, and I understand that. But I mean, their votes are going up. I mean, their votes are going up. You know, but are they going to run? Are they going to run all the chances, and they're either going to get thrown on by the old timers committee or not at all? And it's a shame. Like I said, Clemens Bonds. Pettit, well, not so much Pettit, but Clemens and Bonds, definitely. 
Pete Rose, definitely. The biggest one that I'm still saying no to, and he's bitching up, is Kurt Schilling. I, I think Kurt Schilling, with his personal stats now, baseball-wise, yeah, great. The Bloody Sock, awesome. Now he's the biggest loudmouth right winger. He's not the Kurt Schilling that people grew up watching play. He's a prick. Him, Aubrey Huff, pricks. Speaking of cheating, Cora, Hirsch, Bergman, Altuve. Obviously, you know about Hirsch, Cora getting fired. Altuve clearly, after he hit that game in the home run, tapping his chest, screaming, Don't rip off my jersey. Don't rip off my jersey. I, I understand some people want to keep it, but it's clearly he's pointing up, up to his upper half, not even over his heart. So, yeah, it was, it was, it was he was wired for that game. Do they belong in the Hall of Fame? Do they, do they belong in baseball? No. You got caught cheating. Seriously, no. I mean, cheating's been around for a while. You know, stand at second base. If you're around at second base, batter's up. You can wipe your hat, tell slider, fastball, whatever. I understand that. But to the point where it gets technical and you're wearing wires, maybe it's time to say you're gone. And it sucks because they're young, but they won't be. Professional baseball, all sports have been pussified. Oh, you do this? Oh, you run over somebody, DUI, a.k.a. Josh Gordon? Oh, well, you'll sit up for a while. Oh, can you come back and play? But Pete Rose bets on his team to win, on his team, not against his team, and is banned for gambling. And he bet on his team. Free Pete Rose, get his ass in the Hall of Fame, Simple as that. Hey, follow me on Twitter at ASE Mafia. At ASE Mafia on Twitter. Give me a follow. Give me a like. I posted a question today earlier on Twitter about who that you're following. Would you like to have a follow back from? That's a good one. That's, you know, probably Connor. I'd love to get a follow back from Connor McGregor. There's just so many people, honestly, athletes, celebrities, John Cryer. But at ASC Mafia, go check me out on Twitter. Give me a follow. I'll follow back. Oakland Raiders officially are the Las Vegas Raiders starting in 2020. No more, o- no more Oakland Raiders. Now it's the Vegas Raiders, Las Vegas Raiders. Excited about that. Congratulations, Eli Manning. Rumors have it. He's not officially confirming until Friday. But Eli Manning, after 16 seasons, two Super Bowls, two Super Bowl MVPs, eighth all-time in passing TDs, seventh all-time in passing yards, a 500 record. You played for the Giants. 
on good and bad teams. 117 and 117. 244 interceptions. A four-time fall bowler is retiring from football. My question to you, yes, two Super Bowls, two Super Bowl MVPs, that should be a lock, and probably will be a lock for him. But the 117-117 win-loss record, the 244 interceptions, probably the only downfall, but he didn't really play for that good of a Giants team when he first came up. And now it is terrible. But hats off, Mr. Manny. Hats off, Eli. I enjoyed him. I, I enjoyed watching Eli play. I enjoyed the Mannings. Peyton when he played. Eli when he played. Shit, they beat the Patriots. I, to this day, I don't care how... I don't care if you're a cowboy. Direct Patriots' perfect season. What more do you need for that? A lot of stuff talked about today. A lot of stuff coming on, like I said. Fights going on this weekend. My biggest thing with athletes these, these days, and I believe in freedom of speech, freedom of expression, all that, Maya Moore apparently going to be sitting out her second season with the Lynx and off the Olympic team, not playing the Olympics this year, to push for inmates' freedom. I don't know a story about it. I've read a little bit about it. Guys guys in prison for something supposedly to commit. I understand the I understand the passion of that. But if I'm an owner of a professional sports team and you're not playing for me and I'm paying you to play for me, do you let her go? Do you trade her? Do you let her go? Do you release her? I release her. She's 30. Still a hell of a player. Maya Moore is one of the best in WNBA, one of the best in women's basketball. But if you're purposely sitting out a season for, for a protest on my dime, I don't know if I don't know if they if, if they pay per season if they're paying her to sit out, don't know. Hope not. But if I got season ticket holders and I got fans and I'm trying to fill decently the arena and my star star player, Maya Moore, ain't playing, I'm letting you go. I'm saying you, you it's ridiculous. You're not injured. You're not retiring. You're healthy. Play. Wear an armband. You know, wear a headband. You know, kneel. You know, stick your fist up. But if, if I'm the man, if I'm the if I'm the GM, the owner of the of the links, I'm furious. I'm paying you to play. I'm not paying you to protest. I'm paying you to play. And that goes with any athlete. Baseball, football, basketball. I'm paying you to play. I'm paying you good money to play.
So, do you trade? Do you cut Maya Moore? She has a right to protest like you and me have a right to protest, but we're also not celebrities. We're also not professional basketball players. My boss ain't paying me thousands of dollars to dribble a basketball. If that was the case, I'd expect to get fired. Hell yeah. There's 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 time and places to, to protest. That's why I, I love what the Olympics are doing. They're doing no if there's any sort of protest. You're out, you're out of the games. You lose a medal, whatever. And that's great. And we're not seeing it as much as we did the last couple years. But it's still out there. Teacher during the induction at the um, college football game, kneeling. That's fine. For me, that, that's fine. But if I'm an owner, if I'm a manager... If I'm a president of a sports team and you're sitting out, not because you're injured, not because you're hurt, but because you want to protest, that, my friends, I'm for it. I, I, as a fan, okay. As a businessman, from, from a business point of it, no. You know, throw your fist in the air, kneel, wear a headband, wear an armband. Wear a warm-up shirt during practice. But no, that... And like I said, I'm a Maya Moore fan. I'm, I'm a big Maya Moore fan. But she, but this pushing for inmates' freedom, I don't know much about it. Wrongly accused, obviously. That's what I read. But I'm going to put that question on my Twitter, at ASC Mafia. If you were Link's management, what would you do with Maya Moore? Do you support her? Or do you release her? Hey, I had a great show. Hopefully everybody had a great time listening for those that listen. See you soon. More stuff coming. Like I said, great weekend coming up. Fights, college basketball, golf, back in full swing. UFC Fight Night Rally this weekend. We got Friday night. We got the Hard Times pay-per-view NWA on Fight TV. And we got Cyborg Bud. Bellator. Stay real. Stay proud. I'll talk to you real soon. This has been Talk Boom. A presentation of Anchor FM Podcast and an ASC production. Good night, everybody.